the Making Leader Moves podcast, the show that brings together powerhouse Latinas to discuss the challenges our comunidades are facing and the moves they took to prioritize joy in their careers. My name is Ponette Pinero, your host, and I am here with your other amazing host, Giovanna Rosales. Hi, everyone. Hey. So today we have a very special show for you because we are recording this episode live where everyone <laughs> can join. <laughs> and we invited members of our Facebook community, Making Leader Moves, past clients, amigas, la abuelita, everyone <laughs> to join on the fun. This episode is for the Latina leaders feeling alone, like no one else can understand what they're going through. So is that if that's you, then you're in the right spot. But there is one thing we need from you, like right now in this moment right right now <laughs> take a picture take a picture of you you know sipping your wine or in your pajamas what you're doing show up as you are so take a photo upload it to linkedin or instagram and tag making leader moves so we can see you and connect with you on social media you can also tag me lead media llc or yovana yovana underscore rosales to give you some love we want to reach out you know mm. go into the dms let you know how much we love you and appreciate <laughs> you <laughs> we'll be following yeah, up with you yes we'll be following you this week and can't wait to hear from you let us know what you think about the show so yovana how is today gonna work out yeah today's gonna be awesome obviously we're a little nervous because this is live but you know what yolo so might as well get on <laughs> it <laughs> This special episode is being streamed on LinkedIn Live and our online Facebook community, Making Leader Moves. Listeners will be sending their comments and questions in the chat section. So if you want to share your name with your question, make sure to add it on the comments section. We also have leaders who've submitted questions before the show at show and will be answering those as well. Um, well, what can you ask? Anything? We'll respond to to your leadership, entrepreneurship, career, community, familia questions, but keep it nice, please. Yes. Yes. Keep it nice. Need inspiration? Tell us. Dinos, that's what we're here for. Having a bad day? We got you, chica. We've all had bad days. I may have Mm -hmm. had one yesterday. We can talk about that. (laughs) Tell us. Tell us. (laughs) Need advice? Ask away, preguntanos. That's also why we're here. Start sending your questions in the comments. We have a couple questions that leaders have sent um, Paulette in the DMs and emails. So we'll start with those. Paulette, the first question that we got is, what is your superpower? Oh, so many. (laughs) Um, My biggest superpower is to coach Latina leaders so they can thrive, not just survive in their careers and business. I would say of all the superpowers, in addition to being a super mom, that helping Latinas thrive, that that's my biggest superpower. How about you? I love that. Um, other than making people laugh? No, just kidding. <laughs> um, I would say having empathy and being able to make our communities so as most of you know, and if you don't know, I'm a community builder. So I help 
um, build, maintain, and retain communities online. So I think the biggest super that I have is making the different communities that I do manage, make them feel safe and have a safe mm. space to be their authentic selves, to ask those hard questions, um, to, again, just show up. Um, because sometimes, right, in our professional life or in our work life, sometimes we can't show up. Or, you know, you you and I have talked about this. Sometimes we got to go to parent-teacher conference. Te tienes que morder la lengua sometimes. <laughs> it's so hard. <laughs> so, so, like, that's why these online communities I'm so passionate about because of the fact that they do hold space for our Latina communities to be able to be themselves, amplify their voice, be heard, and be safe while doing it. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's an awesome superpower, helping people show up as they are and be their authentic selves. That's so powerful. So if you have a question or a comment, just drop it in the chat. We won't be able to see your names, but we will see your questions. If you want us to do the shout out, send your names too. Perfect. Uh, let, let's see our list of questions that listeners Amiga submitted before today. Oh, Giovanna, what is a passion project you're working on right now? Passion project. Okay, so it's actually going to be, it's so funny because I literally was just talking about this today. I'm working on two things. I'm working on a vision board um, that I did personally and professionally and molded them together, I decided to not do two separate ones, but do a twofer. And on there, I decided to go on my um, fitness journey. So I'm not going to be all crazy. Like, let's not talk about that. I just want to be back to like a healthy lifestyle pre-pandemic, um, especially now like from working from home, right? I'm not putting in those steps that I used to because I'm literally sitting in my office at the house. So I'm joining the gym that's literally three blocks away from me. I am excited to do it. Um, but yeah, I think it's important to me also because, again, it forms community, right? Like I am going to be with my community of Zumba partners, of bar partners. Um, and then it also helps with men, um, mental mental health. You know, I have noticed that as Q4 is upon us, um, the stress level has becoming has been higher than normal. Very, but that's also very normal because we're getting we're trying to close up Q4 and open up Q1 of next year. So I think just having that mental stability, having you know las señoras with me guide me through Zumba, like the fact <laughs> that they can kick ass more than I do. Like I just oh, need yeah. that kind of camaraderie. Yeah. We got a comment. Good evening. Hey, ladies. It's one of my favorite people in the world. So happy to have you on the show. Um, make sure that if you have a question, send it in the comment section. We'll be able to see them and we'll be responding to the question. Um, one of, ooh, I'm working in a couple of, of passion projects right now. Uh, one of the things that I'm actually working on today and our episode is coming out you can listen to the episode if you're not joining live you will be listening and hearing a lot about this during the week the episode's coming out which is latina equal pay day yes latinas earn 54 cents to the dollar a white male earns in the same position with the same experience latinas are the lowest paid group 
in the United States. So I'm all here about salary negotiations, building wealth, give us reparations, all of it. And <laughs> I'm actually working in a lot of events around October and a panel for Latina Equal Pay Day with one of our partners, Power to Fly, because I was able to invite some of my favorite leaders, including Yovana, to talk about pay equity and getting our dinero and in <laughs> building generational wealth, but also about what were their steps, what were the leader moves they had to make to get that money, to get that dinero, to advocate for themselves so that the participants of the panel and listeners can understand that you're not the only one that it's intentional <laughs> if you never if you've never negotiated your salary it's intentional mm -hmm. it's it's systemic if you didn't feel comfortable or no one ever asked you it is intentional hey anthony i see you in the comments and so i am putting this panel together talk about Latina Equal Pay Day. So today I was doing some content planning and questions and doing a lot of organizing because it's my least favorite, favorite day, if that makes sense. Absolutely. I love talking about it. Um, we I hate that it exists. First I hate forth. that it exists. That, that's what you mean by you hate it. Yes. Uh, statistics show, so Leaning Latinas does a study every year around Latina Equal Pay Day. And I believe it hasn't changed that one out of three people don't know that Latinas and women of color earn less than even white, white women. So they are like, oh, it's all a march. You know, we, are, we already talked about that. No, uh, <laughs> women of color are significantly more affected, not surprising, by, <laughs> by inequities. So I am doing some policy work and advocacy work around uh, wage equity here in Massachusetts, and I'm preparing this panel, and I have a lot of amazing things. So I'm excited that I get to you know, elevate the voices of powerful Latinas, not just in the podcast and my work as a coach, but during panels and events and, you know, I'm here to disrupt. So that, that's, that's the project. So now I need to like level up my passion projects. Cause I'm out here talking about getting fit again. And you're like, I'm talking about Latina. No, people. I need to so. go to the gym. <laughs> I'm like trying to find work-life balance. You're like, la marcha sigue. And I'm like, no, no. I've, I've been, you know, therapy is very helpful. I've been keeping, you know, my morning routine and boundaries. So that's yes, why that's not my passion project. Practices and games now. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm loving it. I'm obsessed with it. I'm here for yes. it. Let's, um, so I want to call out some of the people that have joined in us and are in the comment section. So three of my favorite people, uh, some of the great badasses and, and, and allies that I know. So Lady, hey, send your questions. Anthony is here too. And Betsy, whose familia too is here, said, good evening. I love what you're doing with the Latinas movement. It's important to continue encouraging women to be leaders in their communities. Así mismo, Betsy. Yes, it's all about empowering, disrupting, 
changing, elevating, all those like powerful words. <laughs> I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> we love. So send your questions in the and comments. Thank for, and thank you for sending love. We're always, we love love. So thank you for sending. Yes. Let's see. Giovanna, I have a question that someone submitted earlier today. Oh, we talk about failure a lot. So yes. how do you handle failure? Uh, other, than, <laughs> other than eating ice cream. <laughs> other than eating ice cream. You know what? Um, sometimes, sometimes failure comes. You, you have to take a step back and almost analyze as to why you failed you know and mm -hmm. sometimes with me it can be um i didn't organize enough um or i didn't plan ahead enough um and i'm not like please be proactive but like there's just some things that are out of your control um and maybe and at times not being so hard on yourself for that quote unquote fail that you did because we are our worst critics and i know i we've talked about this many many a times um me and you are recovering perfectionists and so just having to deal with that mentality of it's cool and then you're like, but it's not cool, but it is, but it's not, but it is. Um, but no, I would say just always going back. And if it's, if it's definitely having to do with work, like go back and look at the data. Like, did you do enough research? Did you, did you, you know, look at the data that you had already been given? As I had mentioned, was it procrastination? Was it the fact that you weren't detailed enough? Was it the fact that you didn't have a plan or an outline for that certain particular plan? Um, so just going back and looking at those small details and then tweaking them. That way, if it is for work, let's say, you know how to not fail in that specific aspect again. I love that. I would say for me, handling failure is, you know, I I cry. Like, I, I cry about everything. Cosigning. I used to love scary movies and not crying while everyone was crying. Like I went to see Titanic and I was like, who are like the ridiculous? Like, no. <laughs> and I had Alex and I, nothing changed, but I had Sophia and now I cry about everything. Like everything, like um drama, like full. That's why she's so dramatic. I love you, Sophia. Uh, <laughs> don't listen to this, but <laughs> I cry about everything, about everything. Like, we don't have milk. <sighs> um, you know, yeah. you know, we work together. <laughs> I, I, I cry a lot. But it's I realize is exactly what I need to get over it. I, that, I know that's my system. I love writing frameworks. So, like, my framework of overcoming failure is have the cry. Like, pataletea. <sighs> yeah, of course. And then... <laughs> cry a river build a bridge get over it um and it but i would say it's the same thing that you mentioned i no longer see failure as i don't know how to do something mm -hmm. or i do things wrong now i see failure as an opportunity to identify my blind spots exactly like did i were the goals too big <laughs> Did I not have the team that I needed or the support that I needed? Did, you know, was I not keeping my boundaries? Was, what is the blind spot? What was missing? Or is it that that goal or that thing that I wanted to achieve or what I wanted was not what I really needed to be working on? 
Mm-hmm. Was that something that I had the perception or someone else was doing that I put <laughs> to myself? Like, I mm-hmm. have to achieve this. Who, t- who told you you had to achieve it? Exactly. What, like you were saying, where's the data? Like, go back to the data. Like, what is the data? Who told you, Paul, that this is something that you have to do? Who told you this is something that you have to achieve? If you, if I told myself, if there's something that I have decided, then let me sit down and analyze it. Is it something that someone else imposed? Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll think about it. Is this something that I believe other people need it from me? I'm not even going to think about it. I, <laughs> I, I like keep moving. Fuck that. <laughs> like, exactly. Like okay, you, you need to be more aware that this is not something that you can do again, Paulette. Um, so yeah, just checking those blind spots, where it's coming from, who is the, where's the expectation for me to do this coming from? Mm-hmm. Agreed. Love it. And, oh, I have another similar question here. How do you handle imposter syndrome? You know, you know, what has helped me a lot with imposter syndrome is going to therapy. So I see a Latina therapist, first and foremost, like I always love to just say that, um, you know, you shop for shoes, you shop for cereal, you know, you shop for your uh, mochilas, you need to shop for therapists, like it's not just a one and done. Um, I had Ooh, a shop for the therapist yes. that I have now. <laughs> and Preach. I think that's kind of where we get confused, right? You hear like, oh, go see a therapist. You're like, okay, cool. And you show up and you're like, we don't really have that much. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so it like, first, first and foremost, just make sure to shop around for your therapist until one of them clicks. Um, my therapist is Latina and she just gets it, right? She just understands me because of the culture, because of the language. I speak to her in both English and Spanish. So it just, it makes life a lot easier for me. And I think just going to therapy and reading self-help books has has helped me a lot. And when I start hearing that voice, I was like, girl, girl, bye. Like I literally tell myself that like, girl, bye. Like that was trash. You're thinking trash and you don't need that trash energy around you. Eso basura, afuera. And honestly, like it's, it sounds crazy, but that's literally what it is. It's like, grosso basura, chao. Grosso mm-hmm. basura, chao. And I move on. Mm-hmm. What about I, you? How do you handle it? We, I do have to call out, we have some love from our friend Katie who commented, Ooh. I love you both. Katie. I have to go eat, but I wanted to stop it at some part. This is the best. Oh. I love everyone who's commenting. Keep it going. But Katie, we love you. Katie's keeping it real with the support and the boundaries, right? Yeah. I love you girls. I'm showing up for you, but I also got to go eat because I need to be nourished for tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Self-care. Love it. Keeping the boundaries, you know, showing up the way that you need. Katie, we love you. Shout out to Katie. Besitos. We're visiting you next month. Wait for (laughs) us. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Surprise. Surprise. Oh, no, she knows. I already talked to her. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. Yes, I would say, oh, imposter syndrome, you know, it's, it's therapy. It, it has been therapy and accepting 
those limiting beliefs as you know i have i am someone so i i want to preface this comment with um i suffer from depression from ocd from anxiety um and bipolar 2 disorder so a lot of shit together um which means that i see my therapist every week and i take medication and i do a lot of self care and you know prioritize myself which is part of why it's so important to me to always talk about therapy and always talk about mental health absolutely um so i that's that's the first thing but one of the biggest aha moment things yes ladies saying yes to self care and boundaries they're so yep exactly we need those one of the biggest takeaways aha moments like oh shit what how did i spend like 30 well, now it's 34, but I realized at 33 <laughs> um, years to realize is that just because I have a thought does not mean that that defines me. Ooh, I'm obsessed with that. Yes. Just because I am obsessing over one thing, that does not mean that that defines who I am. Just because, and trigger warning, just because I used to have a suicidal thought does not mean that that defines me or that that is what I wanted to do or that is what I was going to do. I was allowing my thoughts, small, tiny, passing, <laughs> passing mm -hmm. thoughts to paralyze me because I was like, Oh my God, who are you? You're this horrible person. You don't deserve it. So I would, I would spiral down from that small thought that just crossed my mind. And through therapy and a lot of intentional work around myself, I've realized that that small thought does not mean that that's who I am, what I want what it does not define me and that I have the control to decide who I am, what I do and what I don't love it. And with suffering from clinical depression, when I was and bipolar too, which, you know, it's about, you know, you have your highs and I, I, <laughs> I can clean your house and the car and the backyard and it's two days where I'm doing everything. I overcommit. I'm so excited. But then my dip can be a three-month depression. Mm. So, um, and there's a lot of misconceptions about bipolar disorder. But then I would be like, this is who I am. I am the depression that I, 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 and I didn't want to take medication and I respect everyone's choice, but I wouldn't take medication because I was like, oh, but that's who I am. So like, what is that going to help me? Realizing that the thoughts that I had in my low did not make me a bad person and that I was always a good, I was only a good person in those days that I was in high. Like, so... So you were only accepting you when you were at your quote unquote best. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I'm not cool. Yeah, right. No. But I, but I wasn't. I wasn't right. my best because I was burned out and overcommitted and I was being reactive to what I was feeling rather than knowing mm -hmm. that I can control my decision. And and this goes from I take medication, I have my routines because those are very important for folks who um have mental health issues and I do all these strategies and all these things. But if I know that I am on going on a high, not like a high, <laughs> like emotional, <laughs> neurological difference, difference high. Difference. Uh different high. Um I don't I, I don't go on Amazon. I don't go to the mall. I stay home. I don't clean. I usually like don't even cook because it's like I make cookies and I made brownies and I made this and I arroz con pollo con pernil con like my kids are like ah it's too much. <laughs> what are you doing? Um or like 3 a.m. and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna paint the hallway. <laughs> so the knowing that that doesn't define me and those thoughts and those feelings are something that I can control. And when I cannot control, that's why I take medication. That's where I have my lifeline where like my friends know and my husband knows and my family knows and even my kids know. Um, that to me was the biggest imposter syndrome of mm -hmm. this feeling like my thoughts were who I was. They were defined what then small thought what would define me. And then that being on a high or being overproductive meant that that was my best self. And I realized that that is my worst self. Mm -hmm. I love how you, how you, how you have this, how you personally, you have put checks and balances to make sure that you are okay and that your well-being is okay. And that's one of the hardest things that you can do is like create your own check. It's easy for someone else to say, right? It's easy for your mm -hmm. therapist or your friends to like try to implement things. But when you actually stick to that and create your own for your own benefit, for your own mental health, like that's amazing. So kudos to you. Making leader moves. Yes. A. A. <laughs> oh, I got a question here. What do you ladies do when you're not podcasting? Ooh, that's a great question. Okay, so obviously I love dancing, right? And I love singing <laughs> in the shower. Um, but pro professionally, I am <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not an entertainer professionally. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. 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 Um, but professionally, I am a community builder um, as well as consultant. So either companies ask me like, hey, we're trying to build out this community or we are building this community. Um, what do you think? And then from there, I go ahead and assess the situation and figure out like, okay, what is it that you want to get out of this community? What is it that your members need from this community? Because it's very different talking to a closed community of mom entrepreneurs than it is of 
a tech a startup tech community. Those are very, very different um, mm -hmm. compared to Latina communities, right? So, and then each one is going to use a different platform because um, there's obviously various, various platforms to use. So I help build those, I help maintain them, and then I help retain them. Um, and I guess the reason why I'm, or the reason why I know I'm so good at what I do is because yes. I'm very, very passionate about it. Um, if it would, uh, community helped me accelerate fivefold, um, professionally and personally, spiritually, mentally as well, <laughs> but like just to bring it down, um, yeah, personally as well as professionally. And because I saw the rapid change that happened within me, um, again, mentally, financially, spiritually, I feel like I owe it because I was like, if this is what it did for me, imagínate lo que le puede ser a la demás gente. So mm -hmm. that's why I know that I that I'm boss bitch when it comes to that kind of work. <laughs> yes, call that out. Yes. <laughs> and when not, and when not doing that, um, I am a speaker. I speak on communities or I speak on entrepreneurship because I am obviously an entrepreneur a business owner. And if not those two, then speaking of Latinidad, because I feel like it's very important for us to amplify our voices as women and women of color. Awesome. Um, thank you, lady, for your comment. Yes to self-care and boundaries. Lady is all about it. Love it. <laughs> um, let's see. What about oh. you, Charlotte? What do you do? <laughs> When I'm not podcasting, um, I'm drinking tea and watching Netflix. Uh, <laughs> so when I'm not podcasting, I am coaching. I'm actually coaching or consulting. So I get to work with Latina leaders who are ready to take the next step in their career and business. And I'm, I, you know, I, I would love to work with all Latinas because they're awesome. And I get to work with them through the podcast, through the community. Yes. Through social media and the DMs. But I am best positioned to help Latina leaders who are ready to launch a business. So they're like, I have these hundred ideas and I want to figure out if this would be a profitable business while I work mm -hmm. full time, which is why Yovana and I are planning the what are we planning for December 4th? Do you want me to do journal or you do journal and you announce? Okay. <laughs> announce, announce. Yes, we're planning the Dream to Launch Summit. The Dream to Launch Summit is a week-long summit for Latinx folks and folks of color who are ready to take their ramblings and all those notes that you have in your mind of maybe should I also what open a business and become entrepreneur to launching a business with a supportive community so that's coming up december 4th so that's okay, your calendars market yeah calendars. save the date <laughs> and but yes that's what i love to do kind of like that intersection between entrepreneurship and career and when I'm not doing that, then I am helping senior leaders develop a professional brand online because branding is so important. Even if you're like, oh, I don't need a logo because 
I, you know, I'm not an entrepreneur. You don't need a logo, but you do need a professional brand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and helping senior leaders develop that online, but also in person. You should have a brand. You should you should have a pitch about what you're passionate about and what are, what is your biggest strength or your biggest impact when you are in person. So I offer VIP days to senior professionals who are ready to, you know, attract opportunities rather than struggling and trying to find them. How, how do we get those recruiters in your DMs? How we get those funders mm-hmm. in your DMs and in your emails? And that's what I do when I am not podcasting or running behind my two kids between soccer and scouts and dropping off and stopping at Starbucks and getting a venti, oh, <laughs> a venti kiwi star fruit uh, <laughs> refresher with lemonade. I love it. So Paulette, obviously you and I both know what VIP days are because we offer them. Um, but just a real, real quick, like 30 second, one minute um, description of what a VIP day is for our Latina entrepreneurs that are trying to take their ideas from paper to live. Oh, VIP day. Well, it's the best day of the year. Uh, (laughs) Uh, So a VIP day is a day where you get to prioritize that dream that you've been postponing, those cell phone notes, and going from not sure and burned out and overwhelmed to having a plan of action on how to launch your business idea how to monetize your knowledge, and what are the systems that you need to start with that top offering with a lot of clarity about who your perfect client is and where do they hang out so you can go to them. And we do that throughout a VIP day with me where I get to work with you all day long and you have exercises and we go deep deep into your top skills, your value proposition, and I walk you through the whole process. So instead of you trying to read all the, you know, Google searches Mm -hmm. and trying to do a business plan that, hey, you don't need it. (laughs) And do I need a pitch deck? Do I need a CRM? No, you got to work with me for a day to get you from exactly that, from burned out and confused and overwhelmed to having a business and a product that you can launch and start start getting that bills, y'all. <laughs> Ser- I mean, seriously, right? Because I mean, you're, you're a coach and you help women do this between a span of eight to 12 weeks, just depending on the program that you're having mm-hmm. or you're launching that time. But the beautiful thing about VIP day is that you're able to do it in one day, mm-hmm. in one day. So if you're able to like either take a day off or la fin de semana, like you mm-hmm. commit a day and Paulette commits a day, um, then you can literally get your ball rolling for your own business. And mm-hmm. it is, you go from feeling beyond fully anxious to beyond relajada and like, oh, so I'm going to go have a celebratory drink by myself mm-hmm. at the bar. Where's the closest bar after this VIP day? <laughs> yes. 
the and tranquilidad I, and mm -hmm. the tranquilidad of being able to not only have a plan but having the action steps and having the support is uh i mean who can beat it yes and it's also i love working with you know this is for latina professionals who are like i love my career but i want to do something else or mm -hmm. Maybe I need to phase this out or my friends keep telling me I should do consulting or I should do coaching or I should be a professional trainer. Or if you are an experienced Latina leader that you want to keep your day job, you want to keep your career, or maybe you want to reduce to part time and have a, another source of income. But this is for caregivers. And why vip days are so important is i want to be honest like i can i can help you get this in a day other people might need months i can i can work with you and i i have my framework and we'll get it done in a day but it's not just about that it's about realizing that investing in yourself and your dreams is the best investment that you can make And Giovanna and I know because as much money as we get in profit for our business, it's how much money we invest in our professional development, Absolutely. in coaching, in mentorship, in master classes, and refining our skill, but also growing as professionals. So I love VIP days because it's not about, I need it. I need it fast or like I don't have, you know, two or three weeks or months or years. It's also because you need a day for you to do what you want, what will bring you, you know, allow you to build generational wealth, what will get you, give you clarity, what you get you confidence, what gets you what you deserve. Mm -hmm. And, you know, We'll get some love in your career and your leadership journey too. So it's perfect. You get the best of both worlds. I was about to say that. The creme de la creme, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> yes. But save the date. December 4th, we're going to be announcing speakers and everything for the Dream to Launch Summit. You get to work with me, amazing coaches that are joining. Giovanna is going to be talking all about community and your customer experience. And like I said, this is, this is for you. This is for the Latina professionals who are like, yo, I need something else. Exactly. Like, I, I keep having all these ideas and I'm not making them happen. Which one should I choose? Where should I start? What do I need? Where's my squad? So we got you. <laughs> <laughs> We're here for it. Yes. Oh, this is a question about entrepreneurship. So what is the biggest hurdle you face as a solopreneur? Oh, I like that question. Um, you know, it, I guess it depends on the day, right? Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my mom is on the chat. Also, mommy. Mommy's oh. getting better. She had surgery on Sunday. So, mommy, oh. besitos. Um, what are the biggest hurdles as a solopreneur? Sometimes it gets lonely as a solopreneur. And, and again, I sound like a broken record, but that's why community was so is so important to me and was at the time when I was starting because 
I was the only one within my within my friend group that I was like, okay, I'm going to start a business. This is what I want to do. And everyone else in their nine to five jobs are like, cool story, bro. Um, <laughs> and so, right, there's a lot of things that come into place with being either a solopreneur or an entrepreneur. And I didn't have, I mean, they were all about it. They were supportive, but they just didn't know how to support me. And I understand that. Um, mm -hmm. Again, nine to five is very different than entrepreneurship. So finding these communities of Latina entrepreneurs, um, mm -hmm. women of color entrepreneurs, um, and finding different ones, right? Not just of entrepreneur, but of mental health, of well-being. I'm in different communities for different um, aspects that I need in my life. But sometimes you like, let's just get real. Sometimes as a solopreneur, because the fact that you are alone, sometimes like you get lazy, and you procrastinate. You're just like, mm -hmm. I know I need to do this, but it's not due until like, it's not due till the 15th and it's September 29th. So, and no one's keeping up, like no one's keeping tabs on me. <laughs> yes. Can so, I like, push I, it? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, I got, to, I got 15 days and it's like, girl you, girl, you and me both know you don't got to do it, but that's cool. Like keep on telling yourself that. So I think like that's very real. And um, it's funny because I was literally having um, breakfast with a friend of mine earlier today. And I told him, so September is always a busy month, right? It's Hispanic Heritage Month, but it's also my brother's birthday. It's my birthday. Um, people are going back to school. Mm -hmm. So we got like school shenanigans happening. It's just such a busy month. And I had told him, I was like, I know this. I do this for other people again, right? Like when you're a consultant, it's easy for you to do for other people, but it's so hard for you to do for yourself and your own mm -hmm. business. So I told him, I was like, that's it. Like the key learning here was automate even your own stuff for your own business. Mm -hmm. like stop oh, yes. Games. Like you do it for everybody else. And that's what he's like, yo, you get paid to do this for other people. Like why are you doing it for yourself? And I was like, because I'm a solopreneur, dude, like that's exactly as to why. Um, so like using those systems and investing, like Paulette was just saying, like investing in yourself, the two things that I always hear and I am a true believer of is invest in yourself, invest in your business, invest in yourself, invest in your business. I'm going to go ahead and say it one more time. Because yes, one more. So it me. sticks. Invest in yourself and invest in your business because that is intellectual property that no one can take away from you. Yes. Yes. You know, like your LLC can, you know, it can go down the drain tomorrow, but everything that you've learned, all the mm -hmm. wisdom that you have, all the knowledge, all the experience, no one can take that from you. So you can build again, not a big deal. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to, I mean, it hurts and it sucks, but it's doable. Yep. So I think just being honest with yourself, knowing who you are, you know, and I kept on telling myself, like, oh, no, I have it under control. Todo bajo control. As soon as you say that, like, mm -hmm. no, no, you don't no. have it under control. So, you know, next year, like, it's going to be different because I'm going to have all of my stuff automated. It was easy for me to do my client stuff. Like, I knew that I wasn't going to get the button or heated for that, but I got heated on myself. And I was like, dude, you're absolutely right. Like, I'm going to automate my emails. I'm going to automate on my um social media posts i am ar already gonna have like this the speaking engagements those are live so that's nothing to really mm -hmm. um but just like things like that make sure to invest in those systems that are gonna help you not feel crappy 
when that stuff does occur because like I, clearly I was feeling shitty about it today because I had to bring it up and he was like but bro <laughs> you've been knowing the solution like I don't know what the problem what is was. happening exactly I love um, that. so yeah so I would say just that um sometimes it gets lonely and sometimes sometimes you just have to know who you are and mine was like dude yeah you procrastinated on that like thank god it was yours and not your client's so mm -hmm. it's an easy fix. You've learned. Now you already know. And I literally told him, I was like, dude, for next year, August, I'm not only going to have all of my client stuff automated, automated I'm going to have my stuff automated in August. That way, I don't even have to think about September. See you in October. <laughs> See you in October. Maybe, because I'm going to Colombia next year. So maybe yes. I'll be back. I don't know. <laughs> TBD. Okay, we have a question. How do you find your real tribe that supports your dreams and goals? Ooh, Ooh. this is so good. Uh, I so there's and I'm gonna I'm gonna misquote because I'm not quoting exactly our queen, you know, Rachel Rogers. Obviously. Um <laughs> uh, so all hail Rachel Rogers. <laughs> yes. Uh we should all be millionaires. Get the audiobook. The audiobook is so powerful. The book is good. You can print the workshops with like get the audiobook. Oh, oh just yes. in case. Just in case. One of the things that she talks about um in her book that I love is she talks a lot about community and the importance of building your millionaire squad squad. Um I but the thing is, if your network is not full of people that are that are your tribe to support your dreams and goals, if this is, if you don't have in your group the people that you're like, oh, I I have some shit happening at work, I, I and I call it the your professional board of advisors. So if you don't have that group of like five to ten women of color let, let's call it out women of color that you can be like this happened at work how have you approached that or that they can call you hey you know i i heard about you know this job in organizing um are you can you tell me what organizing is or i want to work in education if you don't have this group of people that you can count on around your professional and personal goals, and they can count off you, on you, then you go ahead and make it mm -hmm. and call it out. So I'm, I'm going to share what I posted <laughs> on social media yesterday. Okay. My husband laughed. He was like, it looks like you're looking for a date, but I love this. <laughs> I love this. Shout out to Hafid for keeping it one hundo all the time though. <laughs> um, because I have this group of amazing Latinas that I can count on, that we partner, that we collaborate, but we're on silos. It's like an email. Can we hop on Zoom? It's not organic, it's, but it's not intentional. It's not like we have talked other like me and Giovanna and like my best friends, but it's not like we have talked about like, hey, these are my goals. This is how I need you to keep me accountable. <laughs> This is the money that we're all getting to support ourselves, build generational wealth, support our families, you know, push for systemic change because we need money for that, sadly. Um, I, I, I'm going to work on being a millionaire so no one, so we 
can all stop trying to be millionaires because we no longer need it. We create the world <laughs> that we all want and need for ourselves and our comunidades. So I was like, oh, I really like, how can we bring each other together? Like, I need this, this tribe, this group, this comunidad to like be intentional. So I put, I put an ad <laughs> on social media that says, I got to look at this now. Latina entrepreneur seeking. <laughs> I'm obsessed. Hold on. I got to look at it. 10 Latina professionals who are entrepreneurs and are leaders at work who will like to network, share resources, and collaborate. <laughs> and I actually, so Yovana, just so you know, I dropped, I slid into Rachel Rogers' DMs and told her that I was posting this, and she responded back. <laughs> She was like, I love it. Oh, my God. I love these stories. And I was like, my friend talked to me about you. She's in your community already. So okay, like, we're so I'm just going to put a halt on that really quick <laughs> um, for the audience. So I'm obsessed with Rachel. Um, I actually had talked about the book more than one, actually more than like five times to Paula. Like before. almost every like, episode, too. She was just like, I'm overhearing you. Like, I'm just going to get it at, to this at this point so I can listen to it to myself because I'm I'm low-key tired of hearing you. <laughs> um, so the fact that she answered you, like that you got a full-blown response. Yeah, that's called, that's my FOMO right now. So I'm just going <laughs> to send her a DM and be like, so. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, good for I you. put, it was scary. It was like, what are people are going to think about me? But I was feeling like even though I had the support, the support, Love it was an intentional. We were not showing up with each other with intentionality, with knowing that we're all building something. How can we collaborate? And it's not just on trip. And lady, like you can join. So go and check, go and check the post because I put a doodle poll if you want to join so we can find time it's so <laughs> to cute. meet. I'm obsessed with it. But and I was very clear on who should be in this group and who should not be. I literally said, who this is not for. Latinas looking for coaching service. You can visit my website and apply for coaching. Yeah. <laughs> if you, This is not for early career Latinas looking for mentors. There's some communities already doing this. Check out the Mujerista Level of Latina. We all grow. This is not for entrepreneurs trying to only sell their services. We are women-owned offers amazing packages. <laughs> yeah, they do. This is now for Latina leaders look, looking for professional development. You can start your search with your closest alpha chapter. So I was very intentional of like, this is what I'm looking for. If you don't have the tribe right now, create it. And let people know what you're looking for. I tell my clients, if you're going to start the job search, the first thing you need to do, forget updating the resume right now. Like, who are the top five people that you can count on? Like, who is your immediate network that are your go-to people? Perfect. Let, let's write it down. Ooh, sometimes I make them call them. I actually do. I'm sorry. My clients hate it, but then they love it and understand why. And it's like, this is what I'm looking for. This is my strength. This is what gets me excited. You have to activate your network 
to work for you and you work for them. So because I wasn't seeing that I had the group, do we need to meet? Do we need to a WhatsApp? We need a group chat. Like what, what is it that we all need and how is it that we can show up and support and Giovanna, like this is what you do with large communities or clients <laughs> or, or folks. So I, I put an ad and I actually have 12 chicas who already signed up and said, what, where are we meeting? Do I need to bring wine? Can I bring coffee? Like, can I, are we going to your house? And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> oh, if we do go to your house, let's make sure that I'm there. Yes. Like cute story, but I need to be. <laughs> yes. So haciendo el cuento largo corto, if be intentional about what you need, be clear on what goals or what goal you want to achieve. And then if the network is not there or if the network is not activated to do that, then go ahead and look for it. Post on social media, post on LinkedIn. This is, you know, the network for professionals. That that group, Facebook group that you used to like, but you are not showing up because you don't like Facebook too much anymore. Go back and activate that network. Ask around who will like to meet who will like to chat, who will like to go to brunch, who will hop on a Zoom call once or every other month. And Giovanna, um, you know, shared, she's actually helping one of our partners do a networking hour. And you were like, what, what is it that you are going to ask people for that alpha event during the networking hour? You're like, what is, what are you looking for? How can someone support you? Yeah. What is so, one person you can connect them to? Like that easy. It doesn't need to be complicated. I was going to say like what mm -hmm. you said is very important. And that goes back to the networking event that I'm going to be managing or however you want to say it next week. It's literally making sure that you know what you need for your intentions. What are your intentions? And then let other people know, because if it's not Paulette that can help you, guess how many people she has within her network who could help you. If it's not me, I, at least I know. And I'm like, oh, wait, I know such and such person who does this. Or I know this type of coach that she needs. Or I know that she needs help in such and such area. I might not be the expert, but I sure do know experts because mm -hmm. as, as we've said before, your network is your net worth. And so just, and I think also just asking and being, um, being okay with receiving, right? And I know Ooh, yes. times with that as Latinas. But be intentional with what you need in your squad um, and who you want, who you want in your squad. And then it's a two-way street. It's not just gimme, gimme, gimme. You also have to put in your work. And then, um, yeah, just be okay with receiving the help or okay with receiving the praise, the applause, all of, all of it, all of it. But mm -hmm. I think, I think. I think you're right, Paula. I think intention is, is, it's the way to go. Yeah. And then I, you know, we get so scared of what are people going to think? Are people going to think that I have friends? Are people going to think like, I don't have a network or like, are people going to think I'm so needy and like <laughs> begging? No. For me, it's always like, do, then does that mean that I'm not an expert? And it's just like, Girl, you're an expert in what you do, but how are you going to be an expert in like, let's just say business launching? That's not, that's not your core. Like yeah. that's okay that that's not your core. 
come talk to me about virtual events every I got you. <laughs> like I can mm-hmm. do that con mis ojos cerrados. So to your point, yeah, you might be like, oh, does this mean that I'm not who I say I am? Again, imposter syndrome starts creeping in. And that's when you're like, mujer basta. Like, trash. <laughs> trash. <laughs> trash <lot. laughs> yes. That this this is not it. I but yes, please, please, please reach out to your networks. It's if you don't have a community, if you don't have a group where this is already happening, then that means that you need to create your own mm-hmm. and start. I, I always, I like three. So like start with three and then they'll bring their friends and the, you'll see that you will go from seeking everything to opportunities, just literally like coming your way. I, I, when my sales pipeline is not full, I just tell my network, hi, I'm available, full of emails, mm-hmm. like nonstop, where then I'm like, oh, who, then who do I need to like share this knowledge or share this wealth or like, so being intentional about creating your network. And if it doesn't exist, then create your own or join a couple and find your people. It's, it's fine to have family, friends, and like your money-making, badass, Latina, women of color, let's get this shit done <laughs> group. <Yeah. laughs> it's fine if that, if it's it's okay for your friends too. Yeah, yeah. Because they understand your aches, your pains, your imposter syndrome. They, they understand everything that you're going through, whether it, uh, professionally, whether you're a business owner or a nine to five and you have a corporate job. They get it because they're living it friends and family you know they're always going to be biased and that's okay because they love you that's their job if they weren't biased i'd be like what do you mean like debatable so yeah (laughs) million dollar squad is the way to have it it's it's the way for you to accelerate um at rapid speeds i have a last question um how do you handle work-life balance Mm. <laughs> how do I? <laughs> how do clearly I didn't do a good job in September. <laughs> um, you know, you know what I think has helped me out um, do work life balance now that I'm at home and um, you know being you know, already being in the pandemic for this long, it has been it has made me feel a little safer going out than like it was in the beginning. So all the quote unquote vacations that I have taken. Um, other than the one that like my tia literally had to take me out of the country for ment- for mental stability, um, for grieving purposes. Um, other than that, all of the vacations that I have planned have actually been workcations. Hmm. So I think that's how it's easy for me to balance because it's like, oh, cool. We're going to go to either a city that I've been to. Like one of the workcations that I had gone to was Miami in August. And it was really dope because I got to meet actually a lot of my network um, and a lot of the women that I work with, they were all living in Miami at the time. I was the only one who lived in Chicago. So I finally got to meet them in person after working with them for a year. And yeah, like we did a cute dinner. Then we all had like a bonding moment with doing our nails. But at the end of the day, it was like, let's just make sure that we get all the business done. Like if there's time to play around, cool, but let's just make sure that mm-hmm. shit gets handled and shit gets taken care of, which was dope. It was awesome. I killed two birds with one stone. Um, coming up in October, I am, surprise, surprise, going to go visit Paulette 
for two weeks and then we're going to go to New York to visit Katie and Melissa. Shout out to Bonita Pierce Scandals. Um, but that's also going to be a workation. Like we're going to be really honing in on the last weeks of Q4, what we need to change, what we need to revamp or what's going really, really well for us and how to keep on moving forward with that. But also starting Q1 of 2022. <laughs> mm -hmm. Getting the summit ready, ready to go. Yes. Like getting the summit ready, talking already about um, season two of the podcast. We already have some ideas for that. Um, seeing, seeing, um, analyzing both of our VIP days that we've talked about earlier. So yeah, like it's like, it's awesome because I, you know, I'm going to go spend time with her for Halloween with the familia, with the kids. And then me and her have our New York trip for the weekend, but we know like come the weekdays, we're going to be grinding. So I think it's just, I think that's how for me personally is making sure that these like little vacations that I take are actually workations. Yes. I keep my work-life balance by saying no to a lot of things. <laughs> um, it is so liberating when you know what you're working towards to and you're very clear and then you write it somewhere. Like it's literally my goals are my desktop. Like, how did, like screen, it's not green screen saver. It's I like the, that. almost the a desktop. Yama. The like the, the a desktop image. Like, they're there. So every time I close something, every time I use it, I have to see them. I I started doing this practice when I was working in the nonprofit field. I would create a background for my desktop with the mission and vision of the organization. So every time I was doing something or I had an idea, I would just go back and be like, is this an alignment? This is a great idea, but it's not in alignment. Mm -hmm. So if I was looking at a grant. I was writing a proposal, making sure that I was laser focused on what is it that I'm working towards to, which mm -hmm. is why I love strategic planning, KPIs and goals. Um, so by having streamlined smart goals <laughs> and having them visually where I work on every single day. It's very easy. It makes it easier to say no. It makes it easier oh, to yes. set boundaries. It makes it easier to be like, I wish right now I had the capacity to like create 10 social media posts about every podcast episode. My capacity is to not only make sure that our amazing podcast is out, but we're working with one image, right? Yeah. That, that and and that's what we're doing until you know season two. We're gonna. We're, I'm calling it, Yolanda. We're gonna get a, a producer and a VA to help us. I love it. So start stalking. Hey, hey, you you that you're watching, listening, get us some sponsors. Help us out. Mm -hmm. Um, and support these Latinas. Um, but yes, it's you know it allows me to say no. It allows me to decide when I show up, when I step back. It allows me to set boundaries with my family to make sure that they understand that this is what I'm working towards to. And my goals and my achievements are as important as soccer games and scouts and grades and, you know, <laughs> Xbox games and everything. <laughs> Anime. 
set boundaries with my family of like I'm I no longer like feel bad that I didn't pick up the phone if I was intentionally disconnecting from everything so I can mm -hmm. pour into myself so by having clear goals I am able to set boundaries say no and then know what I'm saying yes to because it fills my personal bucket and my business bucket. So if it's filling both of them, then yes, I'm, I'm showing up. And then in addition to that, like color coding, Google calendars. Eso lo que yo iba a decir was Google Calendar. Google yes. Calendar helps me balance out my life too. Um, I need, I said it last, I said it last month, but I need, I need someone to hold me accountable. So listeners, feel free to DM me during the month of October. <laughs> but like I used to, like when I was doing like great work-life balance, I would schedule my breakfast, my lunch, and my dinner because I owed it to myself to be unplugged for an hour or for half an hour and watch whatever basura was on Netflix, right? Like right now I'm watching Girlfriends. And it's like, it's okay to like calentar tu plato and watch something like, that within itself is balance. Um, hydration. I put it in the community and I feel like we got a lot of likes that time where I was like, just make sure to hydrate and drink your water because we forget that. I don't even have my cup of water next to me. So I feel bad because I'm out here preaching and I'm not practicing. Mm -hmm. So it's in like little things like that. It doesn't have to be as big as workcations, right? It doesn't have to, but it can be as small as Let's make sure to add in meditation time, even if it's 15 minutes within the calendar. Let's make sure to add that 15 minute walk. Let's make sure to add that 15 minute stretch that let's add that five minute water bottle chug. Like those little things will help you that because you're already setting boundaries and will help you be more comfortable when it's time to do the bigger boundaries and the bigger saying no to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love your phone insight timer. It's guided meditation. It's a free app and you can go from 30 seconds to like hours and Ooh. some, and it will allow you. I love it. I schedule meditation throughout the week and yeah. I've, I set a goal of like two minutes. So you can go into the app and look for guide. I, I, they have like 30 seconds to five minutes. So I go and I'm like a minute and a half, two minutes and I play it. Send. It allows that I do a lot of like wrapping up the end of the day or starting your day or taking a mental yes. break and I schedule them. Uh, and if a system doesn't work, like my content calendar wasn't working. So I went and bought a paper calendar that I hang in the wall now and I'm planning my content like that because that one thing didn't work. We'll figure out another. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Great. Oh, this was such a great episode. Thank you for all the love. I, this, Not as nerve-wracking as I thought it would be. No, no. <laughs> love the comments. Love the love. Love the, you know, that mommy, you know, showed up even though she's in bed getting better. You know, oh, you can see the love from, <laughs> from all the amazing people. And thank you to everyone that sent questions and DMs before the episode. Um, if you're listening, don't worry. If you missed this, don't worry. We're going to have one in season two. 
So we'll invite you to that one. <laughs> so I love it. Yeah. Yes. So much fun. Awesome. Thank you everyone for joining. Again, Rhino Paulette said it, but like we do appreciate all the love and support that you give us. It pours into our cups um, because sometimes sometimes we're just exhausted or frazzled or you know, la vida, la vida. So, mm -hmm. you know, having all the support and love, definitely. Thank you so much. It it definitely pours into our cups. So we appreciate it. Yeah. And can't wait for next time. Can't wait for yes. next time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so wrap us up today, Joanna. Yes, ma'am. Can and will do. So thank you, Lideres, for joining today. Don't forget to leave us a review. Cinco estrellitas, por favor. Five stars. And join the online community Making Lider Moves on Facebook. Trust me, I will let you in. I'm the administrator. I'm dying for you to join. It's, it's <laughs> my jam. It's my jelly jam. Like I'm all about it. Um, tell us what your favorite thing about this season was or what you want to hear from us for season numero dos. DM us on Instagram at Making Leader Moves um, or as Paulette said, she has her, her IG. I have my IG. Feel free to connect with us on either one of those um, or as I had mentioned at Making Leader Moves. Once again, thank you so much for your time and energy. We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. So we appreciate it. And can't wait to see you until next time. Ciao, chicas. Bye.